guitar heavy is the third studio album by american rock band l7 it was released in 1992 and peaked at 160 on the u.s billboard chart it was produced by the band and butch vig and musically the album is heavier than the band's previous recordings ah l7 i'm gonna jump i'm gonna jump straight in first question is does it take does it take a lot of cocaine to get that much energy up for your intro every episode you know you take a deep breath or is it just easy well as you know i've um well i would say fairly dependent on cocaine just for my everyday activities brad and so at this point about you know 100 grams of cocaine just gets me through the day at the moment without you know mm. so uh, yeah before each show obviously i am i have to hit it pretty hard you know just, just to, facing it just yeah get, here in yeah in the studio just below the microphones yeah. a nice well scar, scarface would be my regular mm. you know and yeah. to step it up for each show obviously i've got a go above and beyond out of that rookie yeah. stuff and get you know it is. Go, yeah and it, it like, did supply you know the title of your sex tape um say hello to my little friend which mm. yeah yeah it's obviously that was a big a, seller it was a huge seller really to my surprise mm. um but yeah. in, in hindsight excellent work for myself and so i'm not really you know, well, to be I expected for a you know a, a homemade sex tape it was uh, yeah. the cinematography was just flawless and and mm. who was the um god oh, who was the lighting guy he he just he just oh, brought shadows dudley. and shade like dudley, yeah, dudley yeah, yeah. amazing work like a true yeah. artist mm, just crevices, yeah. crevices i never thought i'd see you know yeah I, I, it just made things look bigger too oh, oh. Mm. great work by dudley in the cinematography yeah, great work and and, and 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 you know obviously i'm a, a straight white male mm. and and just you, you can't tell that i'm gay for pay in this one can you like i was just ripping no, well, into think... those dudes you, you'd think i was a natural homosexual but no it was just purely doing it for the money i mean it was down to the fact that you as a director could mm. really help your actors relax you know and it just put everybody in the right place it just you mm. know relaxed openings and honestly having you know having done Relax- there as well he relaxed was just opening just a, yeah dudley's okay. warm presence mm. just uh it really shines through on the screen the work that you guys did and i mean i'm glad yeah. i was nowhere near it because uh, the smell i'm sure was unbelievable um, oh it's disgusting i mean 50 dudes in one room and we shot it in up. three hours so you can just imagine it was yeah. just fluids everywhere brad fluids yeah. everywhere and none of us were gay all 51 of us not not one homosexual there just we're all just doing it for the 50 bucks Mm. and Mm. the quality we put out uh, how we miss out on oscars 
I'll never know. Honestly, like, I think yep. about 47 of the guys fought you every step of the way, didn't they? Well, they didn't actually <laughs> realise what we were doing. Just to, as soon as we locked the doors, they were like, hey, w what's going on? Mm. Yeah, yeah, you just said, drink this. Yeah. yeah. Many people think yeah. that was scripted. Yeah. You sat them down and you, you watched an episode of the Cosby show and uh, you had a few drinks. Sure. And uh, yeah. Uh, Bill, Bill, Bill Cosby Al was obviously the executive producer of this. It was well, his idea. And he just sat in a no big armchair. Yeah. Yeah. 50 hard bucks. Hard to say no to the cos. 50 bucks is 50 bucks. Yeah. Uh, point two that you bring up uh, back mm. on subject. Where, uh, I mean, uh, if you've made it this far into the episode, welcome. Now we're going to talk um, some music. Uh, we may segue again later on. That is our show. Uh, Bricks are Heavy by Al7. Mm. Mm. I'm now surprised. 1992. All right. I knew this was in the grunge uh, heyday peak. I didn't realize that this was produced by Butch Vig. Old Butchie. Neither Old did I. Neither did I until I, I read it hmm. a couple of days ago. And Surprising. when did you realize it? When I said it five when you seconds said it. ago. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously, you know, the the international young um, researchers that I have are not doing a very good job in, in informing me of the details. Yeah. Uh, but that's okay. You've, you've yeah. you know, you're better at the research thing. Yeah. I think uh, we've yeah, covered, this covered this in depth before that we both feel that but Butch Vig looks like a caricature that someone's drawn of Paul McCartney, but in a slightly pedo kind of a way. That's what Butch Vig looks like. Right. Yeah, yeah. A, a pedo Paul McCartney. Um, yeah. Allegedly. Yeah. Butch, back off. <laughs> Put the phone down. Um, yeah, take it easy. Yeah, but this is, so 92, that's that's post Nevermind, right? Yep. Now, Nevermind, big, 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 did big things. And even pre that, you've got Gish, Smashing Pumpkins. Yeah. Post that, you've got uh, Siamese Dream. I, don't, I can't name any other Butch Vig productions off the top of my head, but I'd wow. say for me... Mm. This isn't his finest hour. Oh, for fuck's sake. Well, no, the no, interesting no. thing is wise. that um, don't for fuck's L sake me already. L L, L seven were a um, uh, an LA based band. Um, mm. Not all of them from LA, but they moved to LA, and one of them was an LA local. And uh, they weren't really feeling the LA scene, and they heard about Seattle, and they went up there. And they said they loved it up there. They fit in quite well. And they were, mm -hmm. I, was, I was watching the documentary L7 Bricks So Heavy. It's free on YouTube. You watch it. Someone's pirated it for us. Yeah, I thought it was called Pretend That You Did or something like that. Oh, no, no. You're correct. You're correct. Pretend mm -hmm. That We Did. Always. And um, so I was watching that. And they were friends with Mudhoney and Nirvana and all those mm -hmm. bands from the time. And uh, when they were in the recording studio recording... Um, bricks are heavy 
Nirvana and all those bands were breaking out and on the magazines and having huge hit mm. records, and they were like, "Those are our friends," mm. and uh, they were like, "We'll never get there," and they were sort of right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Number hundred and sixty with a bullet, yeah. Boom. Yeah, I'd um, honestly, I never, I didn't think I'd heard this band before. You know, I knew I knew of them. They sort of come up in stories about, as you say, those other Seattle bands. You recommended it, and I thought, yep, great, all right, get to give it a listen. And it wasn't until hearing it that I knew I knew pretend that you're dead or we're dead or whatever it is. And uh, I dig that, that song, man. We're dead. We're dead. That's the one. I think that's a nice, catchy, poppy, hooky song. Well recorded, well sung. It's great. It's a good song. Recorded in the same studio as um, Garbage recorded their first record that we reviewed. Oh, well, Smart Studios. It's a one word review. It's very short. It was Garbage. Mm, yeah. 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 Well worth yeah. listening to that episode that we did. The episode, the yes. Listen to the episode on Garbage, but don't listen to Garbage. Don't, um, don't give them any more. Uh, Publicity. Any more listens? They don't need your money. Uh, yeah. They hate you. Yeah. They're laughing they at you. They do, and yeah. they, you know, by putting out music that you shouldn't hear. Um, but yeah, chucking it on. I'll let you know what I thought, right? Because it's what we do on a podcast. I don't think we'll anyone's some- really interested in what you think. <laughs> They're just waiting for me to get going. Okay. Well, you go then. No, you go first. Oops, I, mean, I pushed no. the button. We're going to get sued. No, no. No, no, you, you said you're going to go, so you go first, because I would like to know. No, I want to keep people in suspense. Like, we've got to put the boring shit forward, which is you, and then I'll come in afterward right. with the exciting See, what stuff. Happens, what happens every episode is, like, Dan comes on, does this, reads, yeah. reads Wikipedia, we banter about, I don't know, some gay shit for a while. Um, then I give some insightful... Uh, Deep depth knowledge and well researched. Generally, you uh, just rattle on forever and yeah, nothing yeah, really yeah. happens. I'm, just get to it. Come on, hurry up. Like, I'm an encyclopedia of musical knowledge and people want to hear it. And then we get to the end of the episode, and whether I've liked it or not, Dan goes, I love it. I love it. Best album I've ever heard. Oh, this is great. Top 10. It's going on my playlist. Brad basically that's, shits on everything. And then he'll pick an album that's crap and yep. he'll say he doesn't even like it and then he rates it highly for some reason. Uh, no, or or if it's a good album, he'll he'll say it's shit. <laughs> so what are you gonna say? That's this is, what are you gonna say? This is shit? Well no, I'm not gonna say it's shit actually. Sorry to to ruin it. So maybe you didn't like it, but I quite enjoyed this one. Uh for a while. So oh, here we go. Orgasm, chucking it on. It um like it hits the whole album hits and again it's Butch Vig he produces you know well even though I just said this wasn't his best produced when he gets the sound you've got that for the album right it doesn't really detour side to side and the best way of describing this would be Soundgarden meets early Nirvana. Meets, I don't know, what's a chick band? Give me a chick band. I don't know, the Bangles. Is that fair? We'll go with the Bangles. Um, so, yeah, real sludgy girl 
rock, real basic stuff. Like there's no stairway to heaven in here. It's kind of like the Bengals and the Ramones. It's a pretty straightforward four on the floor rock and yeah. roll. There's not a lot of door, and but it's better than mine, so I shouldn't say this. But compared to like Nirvana or Soundgarden or Mudhoney even, there didn't seem to be a lot of musical prowess in this band, but they got away with um, oh, what's the enthusiasm. Yeah, just the fuck yeah, we're playing our shit. Fuck you, like this is, you know, we're getting it done, and that I really enjoyed. Like it was just, it felt like a, it did feel like a demo album almost that some mate had given you of check out this band, and it had high points. And then it had quite a bit of mediocre stuff, but that was still all right if you were into it. Um, and it's a tough one because I guarantee you that ninety-three percent of our listenership will not have heard this album, so it's a hard one to review, knowing that people wouldn't have heard it. Um, why? Why would that me. make a difference? Which was me two weeks ago. I don't know. People probably tuning in because they have heard it. They want to go, oh, what do they think? Oh, I want to hear yeah, more about it. What do these two fuckwits think? Oh, what are they talking about? Gay sex? I'm out. And then a couple of guys are like jerking off over your voice. And yeah, that's, like, that's, our, that's our listenership. <laughs> well, there'll be people tuning in for the gay sex and then hearing about, oh, they're on about the band now. Oh, they're talking about music again? Yeah. Oh, boring. Oh, Talk about dicks and fannies. Well, you, are you done yet? Are you done having your stupid opinion? Yeah. Oh, I love this record. It's like, I think it's great. And listening to it again, I didn't realize how good it sounded. Like, ah, oh, the mm. production's big. Those guitars are thick. Mm-hmm. Those drums are pounding. That bass clugs along. I love it. Mm. Vocals, I love the, the screamy, girly vocals. Awesome. Chick's got attitude in this band. Mm. And, and, and they don't sound like a girl band. They just sound like a band that rocks hard to me. And that's what they they were talked about. They didn't want to be tre- thought of as a girl band. They just wanted to be treated as a band. And I think it's fantastic. Love it. Love it, love it, love it. Love it, love it, love it. Love it. Great. How were you introduced to L7? Well, I was an enormous Faith No More fan, and mm. L7 opened for them and um, came to my direction that way. And I saw yeah. that Danita Sparks, singer of the band, played a flying V, which I thought was cool as fuck. <laughs> and uh, I got their record based on, but basically they opened for Faith No More. Faith No More said they were cool. Faith No More wore their T-shirt, and, and she played a flying V. I was like, oh, can't go wrong. Solid. And I was right. I was right. Mm. Did, Good did album, you then Jules. go on? Was this the the introduction album? Did you buy this one? Yeah. Or okay, and and then others, or just this one? Just this one. Yeah, okay. So what happened? I've heard bits of the other stuff. I'm just kind of like, eh, not as good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not produced by OBV. OBVIG. Nah, um, they, their fort, fortunes waned after this album. Uh, there was a lot of drugs and silliness, and 
the budgets got smaller and albums got smaller and recordings didn't sound as good and the songs weren't as good i don't think the, the occasional like you listen and go oh this has got some good stuff but the song's just not pulled together properly yeah see that and but that think, to me feels like this album so you could kind of say this I, album, i'd you say heard- with this record that some of it sounds like some pretty rudimentary playing yeah, particularly oh, yeah. in the drums where it's nicely recorded cool sounding drums but the parts are sure uh beginners level yeah but that's kind playing. of songwriting too you know like there's there's songs like pretend that we're dead is great wargasm's actually a bit of fun but it's overly simple I'm trying to think of what the fucking song was called it's also it kind of punk this. rock, simple, you know. Simplicity oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but there was one we song. We can't play our instruments, like, punk. Yeah. Actually, there was a couple of songs that sounded like, okay, we've created this in three minutes in the studio. I've got a riff, and I'm singing along, and I'm singing the same riff, and it just sounded like really quickly slapped together. As you say, that is punk rock, but it's also like if you and me and fucking somebody else gets together and we have 10 minutes, we could write a song. Is it going to be a good one? Probably not. Should we put it out to the world? Yeah, probably not. <laughs> but we could record it well. Yeah. So should you do it, is what I'm saying. I enjoy all this this album from beginning to end, even though some of it's not as strong as others, but it's all quite passable for me. Like the right, stuff where then- it's getting a bit rudimentary and a little bit... It- <laughs> If it was played better, it would be better. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how to say that any oh, better, but if they play, had right. a different drum beat, this would elevate it. If they did something sure. a bit more with it, it would be elevated. And it yeah, wouldn't be hard to elevate though. it, but they've, it's all good, I think. Mm. Mm. It's the old saying, you can have a, a bad guitarist, and it's like, oh, the guitarist is having a bad one. But if the you know, and the singer can have a bad night, the bassist can have a bad night. But if the drummer sucks, well, then the band sucks. Yeah. So well, they had a better drummer. Yeah, the drummer I did feel was a bit of a weak link in the band. Um, mm. But you know, you can have a band like Van Halen, and a lot of the songs fucking suck. <laughs> I'll just put it out there. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, for you, you said like you heard this back in the heyday, and it was recommended by Faith No More, so you bought this album. Back in the day, so let's yeah. say 93 or 94, and you loved it. But mm-hmm. then you're saying, oh, you heard their other albums, and it wasn't as good. Now, did you listen to those other albums back in the day, and they sucked? Or are you listening to them now? Because I feel like this is an album, if I'd been listening to it in 94, I'd be all over it now, say, oh, this is a classic album, kind of like you are. But listening to it for the first time now, you know, you don't have those I don't know, the rose-tinted glasses of nostalgia. Like I seem to have on albums like Beck and uh, uh, Silverchair's Neon Ballroom. Listening to them now, not amazing, but I love them because I grew up with them, you know? Uh, this This might be a bit of that for you. Well, I revisited this after not listening to it in a while and really loved it, but um, had a great week listening to it. But it's, you know, back Back in the day in 1992, it was a different world where mm. you had to pay money to listen to music and oh. didn't really have what? much, to be honest. 
And it was, you kind of had to choose what you wanted quite wisely, you know? And it was just, there was just, I could get another L7 or I could try this. And that song's really good on that new album. And I haven't heard that other L7 album. So I'm going to, I'm going to go with this other album. And that's just kind of happened over and over and over again, really. And then you spent, yeah. And I feel like this album would have been pushed off the back of the single was pretend that we're dead, right? Like that's the, anybody listening to the album will go, that's the hit. Right. Yeah, and Everglade yeah. and Slide and yeah. Yeah, see, that doesn't really, those don't stick in my head. Pretend oh, they're great dead. songs. Maybe it's because I knew it beforehand, but that's the one where, as if I, you know, if I was the man sitting at my desk going, right, what are we sending to radio? That's the easy choice. Yeah, pretend we did. Great guitar line. Really cool, interesting effect on the lead guitar. I'm not sure what they're doing there. It's kind of um, the Pixies, isn't it, though? They're just playing the Pixies. They well, they're, all, they're all that kind of, you know, they all came out of that mold. Mm. You know, they're all that punk rock and different versions of it. You know, so. Yeah. Hmm. Orgasm, yeah. orgasm, one, two, three. It's like Nirvana. Nirvana. I mean, I hate to say nice things about Dave Grohl, but Nirvana wouldn't have been uh, good without that backing section of Dave Grohl. You know what I'm saying? Like Dave Grohl yeah, yeah. brought a lot I of mean, life to some pretty simple kind of songs. Yeah, I mean, it was the three of them together, though. Old Chad yeah. Channing. Let's not forget the Chad. Um, and I'm not talking about fuck that awesome world-changing little city that popped up in uh was that in seattle the chad i have I to say chris novoselic was an awesome bass player that uh, brought a lot of uh excitement to nirvana songs that perhaps you know Absolutely. the guitar playing was pretty simple but the drums yeah. and the bass were really elevating things oh yeah rhythm section and the way it was yeah yeah it was more Absolutely. Kurt's voice than his guitar, you know what I mean? And it was the yeah, melodies. I don't know. And no, it's all, it's it, all together. It's full package. Yeah, well, I, I mean, mean, it all works it. together. And maybe if the guitar was more complicated in Nirvana, it would have fucked it up, you know? But it gave space well, we to the bleach. bass. We've done Bleach, and we, never, we didn't talk about Chad Channing. So the songs obviously <laughs> held up with that lesser drumming. If that album yeah. had been done with Dave, or maybe it would have been even better. I guess. It would have been better, like because those mm -hmm. drums, we did complain about those drums being a bit uh, exactly. repetitive and not really suiting the, not having, not accentuating the right bits and not really playing the song. And you know, like yeah, Dave well, Grohl would come up with something that would you know, be a memorable moment on the drums, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, on drums. the drums, yeah. Yeah. That said, fuck Dave Grohl. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> we thought it's a game. his money now. Yeah. That's He's right. You'll shit. go and see them. You love I them. No, I won't. I fucking hate them. God, it drives me nuts. Have we done any Foo Fighters? Oh, I'm going to lay that on you next week then. Colour in the Shape, you dork. Can't you remember we did Colour in the Shape? No, look, we've done so many episodes and, you know, yeah, I only pay so uh, much attention. Yeah, I'm a memory my, at my yeah. age. Hey, yeah. fucking hell. I had someone the other day and constant listeners, you'll understand that we're, you know, 
we're, we're old cunts, but we're not that old. So I'm a, I'm in my forties. I'm 43. And I was at the dentist the other day and the fucking dentist says to me, Oh, at your age, your teeth are really good. And I was like, fuck. That's the first time anybody had said to me, Why at your age? Are you doing pretty good at your age? Ah, fuck off. <laughs> Is there, has a young person called you sir yet? Oh, all the fucking time. Yeah. Yeah. Little cunts. Look, I, I look at them like, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> when did this happen? Oh, fucking. Yeah. Wait, why? What are you talking about? Yep. I just avoid mirrors. You're at McDonald's and Easy. some kid goes, oh, excuse me, sir. And you're like, what the fuck? Oh. Fuck off. I'm eating my Happy Meal. Leave me alone. I want the toy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Don't let like, the gray right, hairs of my beard fool you. That's it. Do you think yeah. what's wrong with the world now? You can, you know, you probably don't know this, but when you order a Happy Meal now, you have to choose no idea. a toy, toy or a book. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> what's yeah, the book yeah. about calories, uh, no, fat in your arteries? Usually, usually a Disney tie-in or whatever the toys are or, you know. Um, a downloadable book? No, no, it's an actual book, like foldable pages. Um, oh, he's going to, yeah. what do you do? Nonsense. It takes like I'd rather the, the toys fit a is lot this, easier into my blank white van that I drive around. <laughs> so it's oh, hard to it? entice kids into your van with them. <laughs> oh God! Um, <laughs> don't you tell me off about pedophile Allegedly, yeah. allegedly, I do. Hey, yeah. you can cut that out. You know, it was a sad moment for me when I saw healthy choices on the McDonald's menu. I was oh, like, you, "Do you want some you. fruit slices?" Yeah. Fuck off. Fruit slices fruit with your slices. hamburger. I want a condensed fat potato. sandwich. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Pricks. They haven't got they haven't got the veggie burgers there yet. The veggie burgers are everywhere else. Oh McDonald's. God. McDonald's holding tight. So is KFC. KFC's keeping it real. Well, as real as their chicken is, I suppose. I heard the conspiracy theory that I heard was Kentucky fried chicken. Had to rebrand to KFC because it's not actually chicken. So I heard it was anymore. because fried had negative connotations. <laughs> they were getting away from that. <laughs> ah, move along I, I, I think, swiftly. I think I believe there is chicken in KFC. Is well, I'm fairly certain. Well, it's chickenish. It's because occasionally like you you get like. Um, an exploded abscess inside the drumstick. Yeah. So or, I assume um, it is. <laughs> allegedly. Yeah. And there was that one kid that allegedly got the, uh, instead of a chicken nugget, it was just like a deep fried chicken head. <laughs> Were you there that time that I got like the exploded abscess <laughs> in a no, drumstick? No. Oh, uh, mouth a little bit. Oh, well, I don't What'd know what do? it was exactly, but like that oh, chicken right. had uh, didn't have a happy life, I don't think. So it might have just been like some hot oil inside the chicken or something that burst in your mouth. I think or that chicken like- had been packed 
and it gotten awful and his leg was half hanging off and someone at the factory went oh fuck it throw it in uh-huh. <laughs> and, it, and it fried up and just nice so did it did it taste funky or did something just like burst in your mouth I'm trying to remember what happened after that. Oh, quite a long story. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're you're just a, such a whimsical storyteller, and the words just just flow off your tongue. Here's a great why... setup. I forget what happened at the end. Yeah, it sounds more like my story's fucking out. Don't worry about it. <laughs> well, that's a reality. This was a few years age, ago. It's okay. My, um, I, I remembered the first age, bit. Like that, that's pretty good for my age. Yeah. 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 Sir, so you're doing all right, sir. Yeah. yeah. Um, what happened to this band, man? Like, so the four chicks. Oh, they, they split up albums. and get back together and that kind of thing. And Danita went solo for a bit. And it was. Uh, uh, Did any of them like, die, drug overdose, murder, any of that? Uh, like, the original. Drummer, a male, died at the age of 53, oh, but that's about well, all the detail I got. Suspicious at his age. Yeah. Um, they did have a very controversial moment that everyone talks about, which is that, that they were playing Reading Festival and they had bad sound and they were getting booed and throwing mud at them. They reckon they couldn't hear themselves in the monitor and getting frustrated. And yeah. Danita pulled her tampon out all on stage uh-huh. and threw it in the audience and then started throwing mud at the audience and then i think they walked off right sounds like a um there's a health issue there you know it doesn't seem hygienic health and safety issue yeah, yeah. i mean yeah throw mud at me that's okay throw some um blood at me i'll be a little more concerned but, oh, well, she's caught up in the moment, I suppose. That's rock and roll. That's rock and roll. That's, that's it's just it's rock and roll throwing feminine hygiene products. Well, we've got less than that. six minutes left here. So, like, skippability? Oh. What are you skipping? Oh, no, I think it's pretty listenable all the way through, mate. I don't have to, honestly, I don't have to skip anything. If I'm putting this on, I'm in the mood to just let it roll. Yeah, me too. Everything's great. Some are stronger than others, but good yep. lord. Great album. Good work, that girls. Is down to Butch. I feel like Butch had a lot to do with arranging and tones and all the rest of it. Like watching a few live videos on the tubes, it wasn't it wasn't much to write home about, really. It was a bit uh, I think Butch yeah. did bring a little bit of magic. Yeah, to the band, he was a good yeah. one. Uh, so we've done that. Um, I'm not going to skip anything. Uh, it's too short. 37 minutes. You're in, you're out. You know? It wasn't it wasn't a problem. It doesn't take up too much time in your day. Is it 37 uh, minutes? It is. Yeah. 11 songs. And 37 minutes, minutes, 44 seconds. Good work, girls. See, when women put their minds to it, they can actually achieve certain things. Not as good as men, obviously. Before we... But... Actually, let's rate it Solid effort. Rate it. What do you rate this bitch? 
Sorry, shouldn't uh, use that. We're talking about a girl band. Um, I'm going to give this cunt nine tampons out of ten. Yeah. Wow. Nine. All right. I'm pro- uh, it's a solid eight and a half, isn't it? It's verging on a nine. It's. Yeah. So are you eight and a half or a nine? You can't have half a tampon, so I'm going for nine tampons. Yeah. I'm rounding the tampon up. Yeah. What did you give Nevermind? That must have been a nine. We haven't too. done Nevermind. Oh, we haven't, eh? Hey? We did Bleach. Okay. Son of a bitch. Uh, uh, look, I'll give it a seven. You know, I'm tough on these oh, things. Oh, high ratings for Brad. Seven. It's a seven for an L7. All right. Keeping it simple there. What do you think the L stands for? What does uh, L7 mean? It's it an old like- slang for square. Oh, is it? Uh, I've yeah, also it's heard it's a variation of 69 as well. But yeah. Oh, yeah. L7 square. All right. You could think chick band. There'd be some, like, not to offend anybody, lesbian connotations there, but maybe I'm, you know, too misogynistic. Yeah. To, as a feminist, I have yeah. to say, congratulations, L7. You, you, you're doing it good. That is yeah, proud. You're in, for, from Pointless and Confused, both scores above five, feeling pretty good about yourselves. And I think because of it, after you hear this episode, call your manager and uh, get back on the on the live circuit. You know, go do another tour off the back of this podcast. You'll make it this time. Yeah. Right. Right. This is a solid one in the pink, two in the stink, isn't it? Like, yeah. Just keep great. Keep everything that comes everything that comes out from below your waist. Just keep it there on stage with you, okay? We'd really appreciate it. Um, Apparently, she yeah. at the concert she didn't uh, have a belt. She didn't have a belt for some reason. She couldn't afford one or something. So she uh, actually used duct tape to keep her pants up. Well, see, that's okay. I and so she had that. to fight through the duct tape to get to a tampon. So there was well, uh, a okay. Yeah, I think we've she, said she, the T word. She enough put it. It wasn't like a simple thing. She had to put a lot of effort in to get in there. So I well, think we got to con- just that's that's real life, isn't it? Yeah, it takes a lot of effort to get in there. Yeah. So she had time to think to herself. Maybe it's not a good idea, but she kept going. So I got to give her a thumbs up for that as well. Right. Yeah. Fight through yeah. the stupidity. Fight through the guilt and get to that stupidity. That's what yeah. I say. I reckon what yeah. if it had just like landed on the monitor and then like they left the stage, like it didn't what make if, it to the crowd and nobody if you wants to pick that up. What if you went looking and you had your mouth open and it just went whoop, right in there? Can't be any worse than that. Who was that fucking band that chick pistol over that dude's face? <laughs> We've talked about this already. Holy shit. That he was volunteered, got stuff. up there, laid down, knew what she was doing, and he but waited she for fucking it. fucking fire hydrant on him, man. That, oh and then God, he I went, woohoo, I, yeah. It looked like he was yeah. fucking drowning, dude. Best day of Holy his life, crap. let's face it. It's like when, you know, people jump into a swimming pool off the side. They, they hold their nose so water doesn't go up their nose. This guy just got, like, a facial enema <laughs> from her. Girls he are gross. In and out. This is how you get cooties hanging out with girls. Anyway, uh, another perfect episode, Brad. Don't you think? Mm. Well, it's another episode. 
perfection. We will see you around the music aisles. <laughs>